This is a Soulfire production. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with my podcasting co-host for today, Teal Cooper. Teal, this is serious. Are you excited to be here? I'm so excited, like always. If you guys haven't heard Teal before on the show, you can listen to... How many episodes have you been on now? I think we've done Many. three. Three? That's right. Maybe four. Maybe four. Yeah. So we always do a bunch together, so I don't can't keep track yeah. of which ones are which. We're gonna keep doing it. I'm I'm just rotating my friends through as co-hosts. I sent <laughs> out a text to everybody. And I was like, I need some co-hosts because my open throat shock or my open throat center <laughs> in human design needs some energy to pull I love from. it. It's I feel fun. Like, I feel like we always plug into each other. Well, we're very similar with our human design charts. And mm-hmm. I remember the first time we ever hung out, we just talked for so long and after I was like my throat is so sore <laughs> same I think we talked like five hours straight I know. it was so good it was great it that's was when so you know you, co- you connect totally one. totally totally soul fam all right yeah. so what we're gonna do in this episode is talk to Teal spirit guy <laughs> <laughs> she's just trying to squeeze a free session out of me <laughs> let's let's be honest <laughs> so excited. but yeah um I've been wanting to do more of this. It's just we talked about it. About it. You never know what's going to come through. So the person has to be super open. Yeah. So if anything involving someone else comes through, I'll probably just mouth the name to you so it's not on air to protect the privacy. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard to like not talk about. I guess I can talk about it. Just no one will know who the person is. Yeah. 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 That's great. Well, we'll see. We'll see what they want to say. Yeah. So I recently posted on my stories that at this point I'm drinking three to four packets of Element a day, which I know you might think is aggressive and I'm not, I'm not giving that as advice. But what I will tell you is that Element has totally changed my life and my body's just thriving on a few packets a day. Thriving. If you don't know what Element is yet, let me, let me tell you because I have an obsession. These are my favorite electrolytes. I used to be very anti-electrolytes because they're typically filled with so much crap, so much sugar, coloring, artificial ingredients, like all that extra stuff. And so I was very anti-electrolytes. And then I found out that Rob Wolf was co-founding this company. Everybody was talking about it, tried it out, and oh my God, my life changed. And I know a lot of people think that electrolytes are just for people who are really intense athletes. I can assure you I am not. I really think most people have an imbalance in electrolytes. And for me, a lot of the symptoms I was dealing with when I wasn't having enough electrolytes that originally I freaked out about and tried to blame on something more serious was I felt like I was just always retaining water. Like I would drink a lot of water, but it wasn't absorbing into my cells. I was having a lot of headaches. I was feeling tired all the time. I felt like my brain wasn't really working that great. I had a lot of brain fog and I was hungry all the time. I had a lot of different cravings. And so I'm sure just from me listing those off, there are a million things that could be causing that. And we can jump to blood sugar dysregulation or gut dysbiosis. Or for me, I would jump to mold. And you know what? It was simply an electrolyte imbalance. If you're eating a whole foods-based diet, if you are active, if you drink a lot of water, I mean, there might be a chance that your electrolytes are off. It's a pretty common thing. And the number of people who have tried Element told me, wow, I didn't even realize that I wasn't feeling great until I added these in. I mean, happens all the time. 
They taste delicious. I have multiple packets a day. I put the chocolate one on my coffee and then my other favorite flavors are the citrus salts, the watermelon, and the raspberry. So good. And the best part is now my code makes it so that for every single order you place with my code, you will get a free sample pack that includes one packet of every flavor. So whether you are new or returning customers, if you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC, which is D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash CTC that will also add a free sample pack to your order. And they offer a no questions asked refund policy on all orders. You don't even have to send it back. So you really have nothing to lose if you want to try it out. Place your order, try it out. You get that free sample pack and yeah, nothing really to lose, but you're going to love it. So again, just go to drinkelement.com slash CTC to get that free sample pack and let me know what your favorite flavor is. Okay. So we already kind of cleared the space and Till gave me permission. So we're already in. And is there anywhere that you want to start? Yeah, I guess who's here? Like which guides? Um, what i don't have name i don't have names for them or not names but just describe um, them okay one is a very tall woman in a big red dress and long brown hair very pretty uh she's like a more of your mothering divine feminine energy i actually feel like they <laughs> they want to say some stuff about kids <laughs> for you really yeah, around babies okay that's um, concerning <laughs> no it's not it's not like you have to realize you think about me and the things i've told you how far in advance they prepare us for things. That's true. Most people think you you get a message or this is going to happen and they think it's going to happen tomorrow. It's so often so far in advance because it takes us much longer than we realize to actually be energetically prepared for yeah. what's going to come in. And so I can kind of just get into it if you want. Yeah, or, let's do it. Because that's where, you know, she's wanting to go. Yeah. And kind of what's happening is because I'm in your I'm in your records, so I'm basically hearing your your counsel, mm-hmm. your counsel, and then she's a representation. So often when okay. I'm in the records, I'm more connecting with the whole energy of the counsel and like also talking to your soul, mm-hmm. like your soul itself, rather than individual spirit guides. So it's sort of a different type of reading. Got it. Um, I've talked about this before. I don't know where probably everywhere around like there are different types of intuitive readings. So that's kind of an aside. Uh, if I'm reading someone's spirit guides, that's it, it's kind of a different entry point than going through their records first. Okay. And records is more from the, the record of your of like your entire soul's yeah. lifespan. Yeah. yeah. So more like typically I can talk to your, your counsel, but uh, the way I prefer to engage with it is simply, it's just asking the soul itself. Got it. Rather than a spirit guide. You know what I'm so saying? So when you see my soul, is it like you're not seeing my soul? It comes through in different ways depending on the person. Mm-hmm. So typically it looks like a computer files for okay. me. For me. So just FYI. Because spirit guides have their own stuff too, depending on like where the spirit guide comes from. And some spirit guides are like they have their own ish as well, depending on who you're anchored into. Anyway, this is interesting to know. Yeah, yeah. So it's all just perspective, which go- goes back to not giving your power away to anyone or anything. Like it's there. It's just like if you're talking to any human, the same way. You know what? I'm just gonna say this because it's important. The same way, the people who don't know how to consume information responsibly on the internet, like 
you really admire someone or respect somebody and suddenly everything they're saying you're taking on is the truth of God. And like, well, so-and-so said this, right? Somebody who whose book you love or like putting people on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. That is to me consuming information irresponsibly, you know, like giving your power away to it rather than just like, okay, I'm collecting this data, but I'm discerning for myself. People do the same thing with their spirit guides, which is really missing the point. It's just getting different perspective. Yeah, I think that's a lifelong skill to be honing in on is discerning what your own intuition is telling you. 100%. Like your gut feeling versus the guidance from other people. Yeah. Which you're good at. But sometimes I feel like I second guess myself. But I kind of think everyone does when you're so in it. Yeah, I think most people do. It's always harder with yourself than other people. But I think you more than most people, which is, I mean, what I wanted to talk about in the other episode. It's like, I think both of us are good at hearing other people's stuff and still being like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I think. It doesn't feel true to you me. Know? Yeah. Because it's like, it, it it's so visceral in our bodies that it's just a hard no. Yeah. You know? You feel um, it. Yeah. I think both of us are good at understanding when our brains are saying one thing, but our bodies are saying another thing. And then even if we engage in the thing that we're, we know we're not supposed to, we like, we know that. It's yeah. like, okay, I know that my gut's saying this, but I'm still going <laughs> to kind of fuck around over here. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into this in the next yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what they're saying is that there's like, this seems to be a theme recently, there's something so much bigger going on than you even realize. And you're better at it than most people of kind of, I think, seeing the bigger picture. But, you know, he'd be really easy to get caught up in like what's happening right now in the day-to-day right now and relationships coming in and stress with work, business, whatever. And it's like being able to zoom out because a lot of these lessons that are coming in are actually connected to the type of father you'll need for your children. That's what, what it's about. Okay. Um, and they're saying that a lot of what's happening in your life, like over the next two years is around recalibrating your energy, getting you prepared like for the next phase of like actually having a family. And there's this interesting energy for you. They keep saying like redefining motherhood where you're getting in a really good vibrational space to be able to, I think break a lot of what's the word that I want to like we have these ideas of what it is to be a mother what that like life looks like and you're going to do it so differently and really needing somebody else who's as like who's stable who's grounded and open to the unconventional and you have such a big energy and like are going to be calling in so many really big things like it, it feels very expansive and open and he has to match you in that and a lot of what's happening is it's like your light is so bright and a lot of the people that you've been attracting in they're not just as strong in in that light you know what I'm saying uh it's like you're just overshadowing them it's like way too high frequency interesting Does that make sense? yeah because I don't feel that like I I totally get that and resonate with it, but that's not what I feel like is going on in the present moment. And what do you feel like is going on in the present moment? Well, in a sense, yes, but not so much that my light's so bright. It's more like mm-hmm. I, I can't find that match that matches like my energy, mm-hmm. but it not I didn't think of it in that way. It's like you're a swan and you're looking for your other swan and you're looking in the pool of ducks <laughs> and you're like, wow, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Like none That's of these ducks like me. So it's like get in the swan pond. Come on. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they want you to be thinking about that. I know it feels a lot bigger and it's like, it's so funny how this kind of stuff comes up. But when you're actually dating, I mean, you were saying like, I think I'm actually ready for a relationship. 
you have to be thinking bigger picture like that. You have to be thinking, it's the same thing with, with building a company, right? Are you going to market your company as it is right now? Are you going to market it as the version it's going to be in 10 years? Like you're already deciding this is going to be a multi-million dollar company and this is what people are going to know us as, right? You, you look ahead and you anchor that into your now and it's actually the same thing with dating and that's what's going to actually shift what you're attracting in energetically when you're realizing, okay, bigger picture, like I'm seeing the bigger vision. I'm thinking about who I'm going to be in 10 years and what my lifestyle is going to look like and and the freedom and the liberation and this incredible family and how I really want to feel and who is the person that can support me in that and and grow with me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't know what it feels like. Yeah, I don't. To actually be like, imagine if you actually had an energy match for you coming in, like next to you, like how would that make you feel? I think I would feel a lot of things. I feel like, exhilarated like very excited because I'm like holy shit for the first time I feel like a match like that but also really scared yeah that's what they're saying like Like, you're gonna be scared scared. (laughs) you're gonna be really scared and you're not seeing it right now like we have to put on different glasses I'm not seeing the the person or like that okay because that is like I would actually be scared so now imagine what that's gonna feel like when you meet that person or what would be required of you to shift energetically to attract them in this is what we have to realize you know this with manifestation right when we can get to the root of this is my fear, well, then of course I'm not attracting it in because I'm not going to attract what I'm afraid of. Yeah. But it's like, what am I scared of? I need to figure that out. <laughs> like, what is my fear? You know? And I think mm-hmm. some of it is being scared to like find that person for the rest of your life right now, feeling so young. Mm-hmm. But also I feel ready to meet that person. Because, I- because what's going to happen? Like what are you already anticipating is going to change or going to be different? Um. It's literally past, like past yeah. relationship projections yeah. of like, kind of feeling like I'm losing my freedom, mm-hmm. feeling like I'm dependent on, mm-hmm. um, kind of like dimming my own light to yeah. kind of bring this person up, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah. I've learned that that's obviously not where I see myself going yeah. in the future with with the relationship. So it's like, it will be easy to discern what that kind of person would be like and how to. I wouldn't want to explore that with them, but. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually, you know what this is, is you're going to be seen. Like when someone's a real frequency match, you're on the same wavelength, like they're going to see you. And now there's, you can't hide behind your heart walls anymore. And I'm craving to feel seen because I don't think I felt that way, mm-hmm. like ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I, I have in my past relationship, but it wasn't to the point, like the way that I'm craving it they're now. They're saying that you run away from it. And yeah. you're, you're going to, this is the same lesson. Like you have to break through this energy in relationship in order for you to get to your next level in terms of like think about where you're going to be at and you're going to be on stage in front of people and lots of people are going to know you're going to be working with a lot of different women-owned companies and like there's a big energy big presence and if you are hiding behind a shell unintentionally like that's just it's just not going to work right like it's it's the vulnerability and like keeping the heart open fully that like where all of your power is ignited and that's how you're going to manifest in all of those opportunities and like really hold your own yeah I think I just wonder like how do you do that <laughs> how do you keep your heart open and like I'm trying to think of actually like action items to do mm-hmm. so this is interesting they're basically saying that you need to I mean you need to date someone who's very different like th- there's this I think you're gonna at first feel like he's boring because you think that like chaos is fire and it's like you're like oh I'm attracted to instability like his energy is going to be grounded and stable and more mature and he already has his shit together and like 
it's so funny. They're like showing me him and then you come in contact with that. And you're like, you're in a spiral. You're like, holy shit. I'm now realizing that I'm fucking chaotic. <laughs> and this is why I've been attracting in chaotic people. Like, because he's going to shut, he's going to mirror where you're chaotic. He's going to be so grounded that he's showing you where you're chaotic. And now it's like, fuck, I can't pretend like I have all my shit together and all these stupid boys don't. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a light. That's a breakthrough. <laughs> Are you uncomfortable? No, but it's so true. But I, here's the problem. I get confused between chaos and fire as passion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, I girl. want passion and yeah. intensity. Like I want that. And I don't, and I get bored easily. Yeah. But think about like what real passion and intensity is and like the fire that never goes out. It's, I mean, you can think about it as polarity, like masculine, feminine, Mm -hmm. right? Like, like you're actually going to have a fire that burns intensely and never runs out with somebody who is stable and grounded and and in his masculine. So I have to date this boring, stable, he's grounded not gonna, guy. He's not boring, but you're going to like th- – that's the judgment you've made because you're still seeing through the lens of like 18-year-old teal. <laughs> oh, my God. And they want you to see through the lens of like 35-year-old teal. Mm. Like boss-ass bitch. Yeah. Like I need a, I need a strong, confident, has a shit-together guy. And I want that like yeah. 100%. Yeah. But they're saying this is not the guy that – this is like a guy before – that I have to break through my cycles with. I mean, it could be the it could be the next person or not. It's like it's an ener- it's an energetic thing of realizing what if everything that I'm perceiving about people as, as soon as I meet them slash in the first couple of dates is is my trauma. <laughs> and yeah, not actually reality. Is my trauma. Yeah. And so it's like, what if I just released labeling anything and I just went into it and let people surprise me? Yeah. It's so hard to do. To like, it's reprogramming. It's literally just reprogramming your yeah. beliefs. Well, it's underneath it is a fear of, okay, if I actually attract in this guy, am I going to feel like I'm not good enough? Imagine mm. he's super conscious. He's awake. He's got his shit together. Like business, easy, gray entrepreneur. Like that's it, he doesn't have problems. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what you want. But like what they're showing is underneath there's a piece of you that's like, well, shit, I feel like I'm like watching you and you're like, I'm kind of insecure because... I'm realizing like he so has his shit together and mm. I'm like, am, where does that bring up insecurities within you? And like past trauma, like past stuff that you felt around, like, am I not good enough? No matter what I do. I can see that. Yeah. What just came up for me was like with work, working with my brother, mm-hmm. I definitely am triggered and, and act in ways that's not my highest version of myself. That seems like chaotic yeah. and not having my shit together. So it's like, that would mirror that for me of like, Okay, but it would inspire me to be better, I feel yeah. like, if I was with someone like that. Yeah, and with all of this, it's like you have consistent opportunities to show up differently in conversation. And what they're saying, a lot of this is, how can I show up differently in conflict? Because you tend to run away. You have an energy, of, like you'll, you'll like spit it out, like spitfire, like fuck this, or like this isn't working, and then run away. And it's like, what would it actually look like for you to show up as your highest self and engage in the conversation? like from that version of you, especially, I mean, think about with you and your brother, when, when you get triggered, like that's your actual, that's your opportunity to be like, I'm going to respond as my highest self mm-hmm. and not lower my frequency. Yeah. You know? And that's the energetic breakthrough shift where then you're available for him to come in because like, that's not going to fly. Like you guys get in a fight and then you're spiraling and, and going into chaos and acting like you're 12. <laughs> well, here's the thing is I have never done that with a relationship, uh-huh. only with my brother. Mm-hmm. In relationships with conflict, I usually 
hide. Like I go inward yeah. and then you run I away will and hide. speak yeah. about it later. Yeah. But I do talk about it and communicate it, but I, it doesn't come like right off the bat for me. Like I have to process it, mm-hmm. but I don't speak in um, anger or like, you know, like screaming or raising my voice. It's very much calm, cool, collected versus with my brother. It's like, I'm a psychopath. Yeah. And so where's the middle ground there? Mm-hmm. You see that? Like, like one is I'm going straight into inner child. <laughs> and then the other is I'm actually like closing up. I'm actually like closing up here. And like for you uniquely, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with like going inward and pulling our shit together, but they're saying like your next level of higher calibration will come through. What if I don't have to run away first? Mm-hmm. What if I can actually it. keep my heart open and express like in this moment, I am feeling this way. Yeah. That's powerful. You, you know, like that is like your next level of, of power. And that's opening up your throat chakra in new ways. Like all of this, this is what's so funny. We look at these ways that we're called up energetically and they're all these larger lessons that are part of the bigger picture. These are the same lessons you're going to, you know, look back at in 10 years and in terms of your career and you're going to see, wow, like that skill I developed in relationship, I needed that to hit my next level with business. Mm. That makes sense. The lesson of, or the skill set of basically raising your vibration in Mm -hmm. conflict Mm -hmm. and communication and also not like running away. Yeah. I mean, this is about like being able to, they're saying like navigate rooms, like hold the energy in a room a huge meeting or a huge conference, you know, like there isn't time to run away. It's, can I hold my frequency here? Nothing's going to get me off track. Yeah. And so these are little places where people are still like, where we still let people adjust our frequency. Right. Yeah. And where I second guess myself is not having the experience of like leading and being in that environment. But now that we're hiring employees, I want to say certain things, but I question myself, like, is this the right thing? people say in a, a position of leadership or mm. a, but what if you are getting to define leadership yeah right and that's what they're saying they're like stop worrying about what other people think or what other people would do it's how is my higher self going to show up right now like i'm i'm setting the tone i'm deciding how how this is run like because that's in that creative space is where we make things that are better than anyone else has done before let's not go off of an outdated template right yeah because what you're afraid that you're gonna like what are you afraid is gonna happen with like, what you say I just feel like oh I'm very direct mm-hmm. and could be just blunt and to the point mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm like is that appropriate <laughs> like within you know business etiquette is this not what we were just talking about with me <laughs> yeah literally and what did you say to me <laughs> it's like you have to fucking what did I say to you well this is something important right so why would that be inappropriate to be direct because what program are you still playing in? Yeah, we're playing in this like 3D, like you have to play the whole etiquette. I don't know. I don't know. Is Gary Vee too, too direct? Is he, is he not appropriate? No, I love Gary Vee. I think, yeah. So, why, why, can't you, so why can't you be direct? What I'm saying, like th- these are just programs. Like who told you you're too direct? Who's that from? Uh, probably my brother. Yeah. Right. So then it's like, okay, now I'm going to adjust my behavior and not live in my authenticity because of one person's judgment, which is their own projection based on whatever it is. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to, am I going to respond because of my brother? I mean, in terms of frequency, like it's like choosing that person's or yours. Yeah. And like tuning into what feels right for you and true for Mm -hmm. you to speak. 
So we all know I drink a lot of beverages, a lot of smoothies, and people ask me all the time what I put in them. When it comes to protein powder, I have found I'm very sensitive. A lot of it just feels highly processed. I get gut issues, not good. And so I like to lean into collagen. And this is why I'm obsessed with Paleo Valley 100% grass-fed bone broth protein. With collagens, you want to be really careful with sourcing. There are a lot of different bone broth protein and collagen products that claim to be made from grass-fed cows when in fact the cattle are actually finished on grains. And that is just a general marketing thing to watch out for when you're buying animal products from the store. If it doesn't say 100% grass-fed, watch out. You want it to say 100% grass-fed, not just grass-fed. But what I love about Paleo Valley is the quality, the sourcing is top-notch. Their bone broth protein is made from healthy, 100% grass-fed pasture-raised beef bones. They don't use any chemicals or solvents, just good old-fashioned bone broth that is then gently powdered. So the cows are never fed GMO grains or any grains for that matter. Collagen has so many health benefits. It's great for gut health and healing your gut. It's great for joint health. It is great for improving the health of your skin and hair and nails. It supports the metabolism. It helps your sleep. And for me, I have noticed that my hair and my nails and my skin have looked completely different. It is really easy and great on my gut. And for a long time, I had a lot of issues with my joints. I don't anymore, but that's because collagen has been a consistent thing in my diet. But I definitely have noticed a difference between different brands I've tried and the sourcing just makes the world of a difference like with everything else. So I can't recommend this stuff enough. I know how hard it is to find extra protein sources or high quality collagen. And I consume this pretty much every day at this point. And I have noticed a very obvious difference. People have asked me, especially with my hair and my skin, what's been different. And I just feel like this is a big thing that has helped me. So if you want to try out Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein, just go to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina15 for 15% off. So that's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and my code Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, one five will get you 15% off. Try it out for a month and notice how your gut feels, how your skin looks, what the quality is of your hair and nails, and let me know. You will fall in love. Here's the thing. It's like every moment where we know how we want to authentically respond, authentically from our soul selves, and then we do something different. Those are all these little moments that we betray ourselves. And all of that adds up. And those are all of the little micro leaks when you feel like, why can I not trust myself? Or why do I not know? Or where do I feel confused? It was like all of those little moments add up of like, I didn't respond for my authenticity and then I betrayed myself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then when you do the opposite, you start building that skill, that muscle of like, okay, this is what it feels like to trust my intuition and like act from my higher self. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something. Okay. So this is connected to, this is interesting. Um past life and give me can you give me a specific around that um the energy is that they're basically showing like you were in some type of group of women this is off planet oh my god it starts with a v like okay this group of like feminine energies just stay with me feminine energies these are not this is not like a human thing and very just like very feminine essence uh imagine 
in, like like singing, dancing, all in unison, like kind of mermaidy energy, but not mermaids. Um, I don't know what the, it's like. V e it's not in English. Um, is what these beings are called. And you come in and you want to break off, and you want to like be a leader in a different part of the community. And because of that, it's very similar to they're showing me like Sound of Music when she like gets kicked out of the nunnery. It's like that kind of energy. Okay. Um, and so then you were by yourself and the male energies didn't want anything to do with you because you were supposed to be in that group. And then also all the female energies didn't want anything to do with you because you wanted to be more masculine energy. And so now you're by yourself. Um, this is so funny. <laughs> this is, they're saying 2000, 2000 years ago. <laughs> and then you decided I'm going to go on earth. Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh, my God. This is funny. In the same life? Uh, no. Okay. Different like, life. I go on like, Because you were incarnating there. Okay. And you're like, I don't like this. I feel like group think. It, like the energy was more group consciousness. It was like the energies there were everybody was working like in unison with different like groups rather mm. than individual consciousness energy that we're, we're, we have more here. Yeah. Does that make sense? And yeah. you're like, yeah, I don't like this thing. And that was like your breaking off point where then you came here but then there was still the you know energy within you the trauma that we're living in past lives of I'm going to be left by everybody who's going to relate to me then if I'm too direct if I'm too blunt right oh wow (laughs) so um they're going to clear that what else is stopping Teal from stepping fully into authenticity they're saying you need to own what you want like, like, I, I feel like there's this, I, you, you know, in your head of like what you want your life to look like, but you haven't fully spoken that or owned that or claimed that. Hmm. I think cause I'm so in the mode of detaching mm-hmm. where I'm like, whatever's meant for me will be, mm-hmm. but like, I do know what I want. I just think I go back and forth of yeah. like, but maybe we, that's the fear of disappointment though. Yeah. The fear of disappointment. Like maybe I don't want to own it. Cause what if it doesn't happen and I just want to be detached. But if you own it and it doesn't happen and you are detached, you won't be disappointed. You'll know oh, that wasn't for me. Okay. But it's like you still got to direct the ship, right? There's this balance between being detached and not directing the energy anywhere. And here's the thing. Like when you're really good at manifesting and moving energy, things will just stop until you direct. With our spirit guides, we have to mobilize the troops. We have to tell them what we want to happen. We have to give them permission. We have to ask them. And especially, you know, the more you raise your vibration – you are a creator. You are in control. And so if we're not if we're not directing any of the troops, then nothing's happening. Yeah. You know? But it's also like they're saying these are places where you're afraid of the judgment. You're you're really um just say it. Your brother's judgment is like driving a lot of your behavior. Yeah. A lot. They're saying like 50%. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's so toxic. <laughs> Oh my god. I hate that. <laughs> oh my god. It's true. I'm sure. Yeah. Like I'm with him every day. Yeah. Yeah, I need to like really break free from that. Mhm. Mhm. So what would it look like for you to really like anchor into your own energetic frame? This is where you have to start recognizing what are the things I'm doing or saying or believing or holding myself back from claiming or saying. It it's more of a holding myself back energy than anything else like it's like I'm, I'm holding I'm not going to say this because he's going to get upset he's going to get annoyed it's like keeping it to yourself and there's that energy of suppression 
it's more of that. Like I'm holding this back, right? Like if you, if you said to him, like, this is what I'm creating and I'm going to be here in two years. This is what I'm planning. He would not like it. Yeah. She's nodding. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to claim that because I don't want to deal with his projections. Well, I also feel like I'm in the season where I'm like, this is what I'm doing with Tristan or my brother. And um, I'll do my own thing in this season. And I'm not there in that season yet, but maybe I should be stepping into like if holding you know my what's own coming. Yeah. and becoming in that version of myself. This is, they're about to kick your ass right now. <laughs> Let's hear it. I can handle it. It's a false sense of self. It's a false sense of confidence. It's a false sense of boundaries. If our approach is, I don't want to deal with the projection, so I'm running away. Because that is how you handle things with people close to you of like, I, I just don't want to deal with it. So you're running away and then you're telling yourself, yeah, I'm holding my own, but you're running away versus being able to engage in the conversation, engage in the situation and hold your own there. Mm. interesting <laughs> this is you see what i'm saying yeah because <laughs> that's what you do you like run away you're like fuck this running away and like yeah i told i told them <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there has to be so many other people who do this too oh yeah of course <laughs> i mean i think i think it's a very common this thing relatable yeah it's totally relatable but i think these are the moments where it's like shit i mean i always say it's like it's all fun. Like it's all easy. It's easy to keep your frequency high when you're in your house by yourself, not talking to anybody. It's the second where you have to interact with people that it's like, oh shit, can you're I actually? Triggered. Yeah, yeah. Like, how energetically resilient am I in the book? Right. Yeah. It's like noticing, like, oh, am I dealing with this by running away? And then I'm telling myself, yeah, like I speak my truth. I I, I follow my. It's like we just run away and then try not to deal with other people versus actually holding the the frequency. That is actually how you're going to get the respect that you want because you're doling yourself down and holding back because you want to be respected. Mm-hmm. I guess I want to see an example of what that looks like to like hold your own in that kind of conversation mm-hmm. of not running away. Like I, I want to have context. Well, I'm sure we can ask your spirit guides to please uh, <laughs> give that example to you very soon. Uh, I'm sure something's gonna pop. Something's gonna pop into your reality that gives you an example of oh, that. For sure. Of that in action, mm-hmm. and it's starting to just become aware first before yeah. you even change anything. Of well, when am I doing this? When is I really want to say this and I'm not? Mm-hmm. And maybe at first it's just noticing that as you're going through your day and then writing those moments down, and then you can go back and kind of like rescript that out, you know, and start to get more comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, and so they're saying that the first piece is just is awareness. You know, but they're, they're saying like, you have such, you have, it's so interesting the way they're, they're saying this, like, like you have such big energy and such a bright light and it's all like, they're showing it like a distortion. Like imagine, imagine me and I, I'm a lighthouse and lights coming out from all directions, but the energy over here, it's like all distorted and dark over here. And it's like, this doesn't feel comfortable. That's the visual they're giving. Like it's getting distorted because it's like, I'm going to pull this in. And like keep this in over here so that this person doesn't get triggered by this. Because if I keep it bright, they're going to get blinded. Mm, interesting. I, I can see that. I resonate with that completely. Right. And like, and you also don't want to make them feel like it doesn't feel good for anyone to make someone else uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Like when, when we know we're making someone uncomfortable, even if it's not intentional, right? Like, for example, if you're just saying, let's say you're sharing 
an accomplishment with somebody who is not confident in themselves and you can feel they're jealous. They're like, that doesn't feel good that somebody else is jealous. And so, so often what we will do is we'll just not say the thing. But do you think we should be saying, like telling our accomplishments and like, you know, things that are exciting to everyone? I mean, I don't think we should tell, I I think to everyone, I mean, no. Like if you get the vibe that someone's jealous or Mm -hmm. not confident in what they're doing and, you know, not happy, I feel like you don't really need to share these things with them. But is that because I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable? Yeah, it's it's all, they're saying it's all the intention, it's all in the energy, it's all in the why. Like this is about you and like everybody holding their frequency and we have to start living in a different energy and like being the example of nobody should be ashamed of like their accomplishments like we should start to amplify that energy of let's all celebrate ourselves yeah, and, like, i believe that i'm gonna celebrate you i'm gonna celebrate me and vice versa and Expansive. so who, who are we serving when when we're around somebody and we want to say something and then we don't we don't we choose to dull ourselves down so somebody else stays comfortable which is actually very uncomfortable if they're living in that in that energy yeah right and so it's more about if you're wanting to say something or like it's noticing like where am I adjusting myself for someone else? Mm-hmm. And we do it all the time in little ways, Yeah, you know? And so starting, you know, to notice like where is like I really want to show up in this way or I want to say this thing and I'm, I'm adjusting myself in one way or another to make myself more palatable for someone. And then why am I surprised if I'm basically distorting my vibration and then I'm surprised that I'm not attracting in the ex- somebody who's an exact frequency match. Yeah. Because the way that we show up one in one area is where the way we show up everywhere. Like that's affecting your frequency. It, let's say it's in a work setting. That's going to affect your romantic life. I've never thought about it like that. That's um, not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So there has to be so much past life shit with my brother that is causing us because we have a great relationship yeah. don't get me wrong like but at work we are very triggering mm-hmm. there's got to be some shit going on <laughs> yeah um yeah there's a lot i mean your your whole your family situation is very karmic and karmic isn't bad it's just like we're we keep staying in cycles mm-hmm. and that's why that's why this feels so big and so sticky for you to shift because it, it's not just this lifetime, right? It's like all the stuff that's built up. And this is where you get to shift the entire energy that heals like all of it, where you get to clear the karma. Okay. This is so, oh my God, I have chills. <gasps> <laughs> because they, when you're talking about Tristan and I have like past life stuff, they kept showing me these two dogs fighting. Like the t- dogs like play fighting, you know, like when you're like, D- are they fighting or are they playing? <laughs> yeah. And there are two dogs that look like karma. And then he just said that. And they're like, karma? This is why you had to have karma. Why? Because it's the lessons through karma, like your relationship with karma, like opening up your heart space in that way that are the same like energetic shifts. You bring that into the family dynamic that heals that, clears that, breaks that, shifts the energy like through all the lives. The lives. Does that make sense? Oh my God. They were like, karma's name isn't a coincidence. He (laughs) helps to break the karma. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Karma. (laughs) My soul dog. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. We're about at time. So any final, what would, what would make this feel complete for you? I honestly had no expectations going into it. So I guess let's ask them if they have anything they want to add. Lastly. They're saying your mission is much bigger than you think. And all of this little, these little things you're getting caught up in and worried about like 
it's child's play. Like yeah. get ready for the big league. So like remember that when you're showing up and all the stupid drama or stupid things you're worried about or I'm going to dress myself so this person likes me. They're like that is all just elongating the path to actually stepping into your mission and your purpose. And this is part of where you feel like Ugh, it feels like this craving of like, I know there's more like, and that's kind of like the antsy thing. And like, you don't have to wait, but you're keeping yourself in the energy of waiting when you're getting distracted with this stupid bullshit. Interesting. <laughs> I feel like I'm, it's, it's not necessarily waiting. It's like timing. When I think about my, they're, my saying, mission, you're, they're saying you're, you're telling yourself it's timing. I'm just, I'm, I'm just the messenger. They're <laughs> saying you're telling yourself it's timing, but you can collapse the timeline. If you choose that. By literally changing my... By um, showing up differently. By showing up as the version of you that you're going to be when you already have that. Like you're waiting for yourself to just shift into this other version of you where then the reality is different. Oh, via timing. No, no, no. <laughs> like you're, you can choose that and be that tomorrow. Yeah. Like you're, choose, you're creating it. So you're, you have to choose it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you're hiding behind divine timing. You're hiding behind attachment. Yeah. Because you're afraid. Or you're like, I'm not ready. I like that last piece of advice. That was really good to hear because I get that. Yeah. And I see myself, I go back and forth of mm -hmm. like stepping into it and then falling out of it. And I think it's just a constant like positioning yourself in that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, dude, I get it. We were just I'm going through the same shit. So this all applies to me. I'm going to listen back. Yeah. Right. So like, I think this is probably relatable for people. Oh, for sure. You know, and realizing like, like where am I hiding? And the only reason I'm not there is because I haven't chosen it yet. So when you're ready, they're ready. Yeah. And I can feel that. Like mm -hmm. the mission is big. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what that really means yet. You know? Y you do. It's like all the things you have the inner desire for. That's yeah. not a coincidence, right? Yeah. So that's how I feel. Like yeah. that's what I, they're referring to. Mm -hmm. And so if you started like calling it in and asking them, okay, send me these resources. Send me this. Well, like let's just play with it. Especially now because you can be detached because it doesn't matter if it comes there or not right now. Yeah. You have other shit going on. So it's like let's just play with it and see what – let's have fun. You know, let's fuck around a little bit. Universe, what can you send me? <laughs> I love it. I love that mentality. Yeah. I'm going to do that. So having more like creative, just like a creative energy around it. Yeah. Like the adventurousness yeah. with the universe. Yeah. Totally. Like I'm going to for sure listen back to this because this I is helpful. Like to, uh, I've been like every morning I wake up and I go, oh, universe, can't wait to see how you surprise me today. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> can't wait I to see say, what you drop Show in. me what I need to do. Like show me whatever I need yeah. to do today. And like. Mm -hmm. Let's just have fun. Well, what if first you anchored into, you anchored into an energy first? Like, show me what I need to do today. I mean, I could go, that's so non-specific. Yeah, you're right. It's like, okay, this is the frequency I'm calling in. This is who I'm choosing to be right now. And from there, like, show me how to allow source to move through me. Like, from this energy versus from the energy I'm at right now. Yeah. This is where we can, like, quantum leap. We can jump ahead. And where are we still living in? A lot of the programming, like, it has to take time. I have to do this first. I have to do that. Like, this is 5D. This I'm is stuck. collapsing timelines. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where – and you're stuck there because a lot of the people around you are stuck there. So yeah. you, you can't wait for them to catch up. Like, you're the leader. Do it different. Do it different. Life path one. <laughs> We're both one, right? And No, I'm a seven. Oh, yeah. Duh, you're a seven. You're such a one. I'm such a one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You Love you complete. guys. Thanks for the guidance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Spirit Guides. All right. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, let us know if you got something from this. Take a screenshot. Tag it. Tag us on social media. 
I am at Christina the channel, at Christina the channel podcast, and uh, are you Teal Dot? And I'm Teal Dot Cooper. Teal Dot Cooper. Yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Talk to you next episode.